Welcome to episode 227 of the Witty and Gritty Podcast. We're Brooke. And Farron, and we are on the speakers of this episode. See? You don't <laughs> Certainly not the hosts. Hostess. It's the stuff. With the mostest. Anyway. <laughs> we are on week three of our podcast recap mini-series. We've talked about several mini-series already, but today we're going to talk about five the next five. We're just going to talk about the next five. Yeah, don't tell them yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I will in just a second. <laughs> so this is episodes 128 through 130, but they are also sprinkled out throughout the whole podcast. And they are gift guides. Yes. So if you have trouble buying gifts or coming up with ideas for people that seem to have it all, we have some ideas for you. Yes. So we've done a teacher gift guide, which is great for... Anytime, really. Mm-hmm. Please buy your teacher's things, because they yes. can't do it. <laughs> They're trying to put food on the table. Anyway, we've done an Enneagram gift guide for summer, so it was filled with summery things. Organized according to Enneagram numbers. Yes, which is, I think we giggled through the whole thing, thinking about like who the three in our life is, and things that they would enjoy. And they're like, I think we even showed them the list at one point like hey would you like these things yeah i have like all of them oh (laughs) see i knew it we were spot on and then we have an enneagram christmas gift guide Mm -hmm. which was enjoyable fair and i think yours was all like warm fuzzy cuddly things comfort like any giant like i think you had a weighted blanket Mm -hmm. you had that really cute quarter zip from american Mm -hmm. eagle anyway still have i think we both have that now (laughs) still wear it even in june yes so if you go back and listen to all the Enneagram mini-series and then listen to those gift guides, it will make so much more sense. And then if you know your number, you can look at that and be like, oh, yeah, I do have all these things. Or I need a new one now, so I need to ask for these things. Plus, and, it takes the guesswork out. Yeah, and I would bookmark those for birthdays that are not even at Christmas. Oh, so, yeah. You know, we're in fall still, but, man, I have a sister-in-law that will start buying Christmas presents in January for the next I get it. Christmas. Is she a one? <laughs> Actually. No, she might be a three. If it's the one I'm thinking about, no. Nope. Okay. But man, I admire her talents. Look that is that. not one Maybe of Maybe she knows everybody's number and then looked up <laughs> these gift guides. <laughs> That's how she has it. I also think it's budget friendly, which I not only can appreciate her being on time, but also budget You're minded. Not, yeah. yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. We also had. We had, these are probably my favorite gift guides. It's Christmas character gift guides. So we took, I think, 10, maybe 10 Christmas characters. <laughs> I think I giggled the whole time I did the Grinch and the Scrooge because I have a Grinch slash Scrooge close to my heart. <laughs> no, he would kidding. love this. He would love this. And then we did like a Cindy Lou Who and everything was pink and sparkly. Uh, it was great. Yeah. But yes, if you need ideas or need a laugh. Because I think that one, we giggled through the whole episode Mm -hmm. as well. (laughs) Anyway, that's episodes 128 through 130. We also have an Advent episode thrown in there. We interviewed Amy Roseberry. She's a children's minister, and she was able to talk about, did you know, there are, it's kind of twofold. Advent is twofold. And so she talks about that, talks about ways to count down. We have a little um, calendar, I guess, what would you call Mm -hmm. it? To where you can do different things on different days. Anyway. Yeah, if you find yourself saying, this is the year, I'm going to be sure that my kids know the reason for the season. (laughs) And what specifically you're going to do. Yeah, don't feel like you got to reinvent the wheel because what happens is we get to that time of year and it's just crazy busy. So we've done some of the work for you and Mm -hmm. Amy's episode is awesome. And like Brooke mentioned, we have a great resource for you as well. 
Yes. Our next mini series is Gangster Prayer. Don't yeah. let the title scare you away, Farron. I so think it took you like half the mini series. It was another <laughs> one that I, I knew I could trust Brooke, but sometimes <laughs> I'm that person because reading is hard in the first place. But then secondly, I do judge a book by its cover and title, which I know you're not supposed to. But yeah, Gangster Prayer. Yeah, that's episodes 131 through 140. If you've ever struggled with prayer life or if you've been caught in the, well, God's going to do what he's going to do anyway, so why would I pray? It's almost like a why try attitude. Mm-hmm. Or if you're burnt out on prayer or if you're like, how can I go deeper? We address all of those in the Gangster Prayer mini series. And another important note to add, and it ties back to the title as well, is the author, Autumn Miles, um, was watching a mafia like documentary show, I believe, and she recognized how dedicated some of these people were to a life of crime. And God kind of gave her that nudge of, yeah, they're that passionate about crime, and w- are we that passionate about our prayer life? Yeah. And that was a gut punch. Mm-hmm, so for when sure. you think of gangster prayer, could you be that passionate for something that's way more appropriate, like prayer time with God. Yeah, we even got Autumn on the show to talk about how to be a gangster prayer, which was a really special episode. I think we really liked that one. We also had Joey Hensley on who talked about worshiping through music. So how we can, how music can tie through prayer, through worship, and that all kind of goes together. So his episode was also very highly downloaded. So that might be a good one for you. And then we interviewed Betsy Adams. If you recognize that name, that's my mom. She was in episode like seven. And then she was on our book promo mini series about saved now what, and she talked about in depth, in detail, how her prayer routine looks, how she uses note cards, what she writes on the note cards, how she keeps the note cards. So if you need something that kind of keeps you a little more grounded and you don't have to think about what you're going to pray about, her episode's going to be really good for you, and she dives deep into why it's working, how it's working, and what she does. The coolest part of her note card strategy is that it gives her a place to document when God has answered the prayers. Yeah. And man, that just fills your cup in times of trial that you have this record. It's proof. Of all the times mm-hmm. God's answered prayer. And that may have looked different than what you thought, but prayers answered nonetheless. So yes. definitely check that episode out. Again, that is going to be in the Gangster Prayer mini-series. Yeah. Our next mini-series is The Five Love Languages, which it is still timeless. And Gary Chapman has made so many spinoffs, like Love Languages of Children, Appreciation Languages of the Workplace. It talks about if, you have a, if you're a military spouse. It, there's so many different books that spin off of The Five Love Languages, and we have them all linked on the show notes. So if you're... A little more niche than just general we have all those options for you too but it is a fun personality typing system I do love those yes it's not exactly similar to Enneagram but has some of the same benefits you know if your spouse isn't feeling loved and you're over here like I've been loving you this isn't great <laughs> it could just be um, a different in difference in love languages and so When you're putting the time and energy into a relationship, you want to be sure that it's being felt by your significant other. So definitely check that out. And like Brooke said, this is a good starting point. And then you can get a little more niche or narrow down um, and find other resources by the same authors. Yeah, that's episodes 141 through 150. We also interviewed someone who who will not be named. And then your husband. And then (laughs) we interviewed Janet Watson, who 
again, I highly respect this woman. She's just woman after God's heart. She talks about God and the five love languages together. And she had so many really cool analogies and how they relate to each other. It was really eye-opening. So we encourage you to go listen to that episode too. Yes. In fact, I think after we finish recording today, I am going to go back and listen to Janet's episode first. The next mini series is how to win friends and influence people in the digital age. Wow. You still got (laughs) it. Still got it. That was episodes 151 through 171. If you've heard of how to win friends and influence people, his John Carnegie's not with us anymore, but his team digital, not digitalized it, but they took modern tech and put it into the book. Like, okay, now we got to talk about emails. Emails weren't a thing back then, but now they are, or texting is a thing now. So how are we going to still be a positive, godly influence through these things. I mean, we had an episode about just smiling, <laughs> which I felt very convicted. Why do you remember that one? <laughs> it's because it was about me. Remember, and then there was one about you. Uh-huh. I can't remember what it was, though. I'm going to have to look it up and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're making Farron feel convicted in this episode today. Was it episode 111? <laughs> stop. Stop saying that number. <laughs> Nobody listened to 111. It's the only episode I remember. <laughs> I'm I proud of you for that. Oh, so it had several practical things you could do to help. Uh, we're not gaining influence for self. We mean to point others to God. Whatever platform that is, make sure you're leveraging it because you are influencing someone regardless of your role. Yeah, that was the, the big takeaway. Again, if you are put off by the title, just know that it's kind of like you have to make a choice and choosing is not choosing is still a choice. Yes. And so you are influencing those around you. Uh, but wouldn't you want that to be a positive influence? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We interviewed, uh, my club coach, my club soccer coach, who is phenomenal, phenomenal guy, just how he was able to have such an influence on all on that team, on my team. Like we're all still friends today. There's a core of us that we're still friends. We still meet up. We still call him. I mean, it's still a thing. So how can you have that lasting impact? And we, he was always a faithful, godly man. Anyway, you got to listen to his episode so I don't give too much away. We also interviewed your friend Lauren. Mm-hmm. And she talked about how her business, she's using her business as a platform to talk about Jesus. So yeah, sure, it's, it is her business. That's how, she, that's how she makes income. But she's talking about Jesus. Yeah, so her business is mostly around skincare and uh, hair care as well, something that I don't know a whole lot about, but her business, she would probably say, is people. Yeah. And, um, she's supporting people either in an entrepreneurial role or, you know, they ha- they're trying to support for their families and meet needs that they've been praying about, and this is one way that they can do that, but also people that might be insecure about you know, different, they just want to take care of themselves more. Uh, but what it often leads to is more conversations about spirituality. You know, it starts yeah. with those other topics and quickly gets there. So no matter what profession you're in, you encounter people, either your coworkers or, you know, customers. And so how are you using those opportunities to, um, you know, display that you're a person yeah. of God and minister to those around you? The other interview we had is Shelby Houston, and if you recognize that name and you're local to the DFW area, he, her dad is a fallen officer. He was killed while he was serving, 
and her it's her whole story and her point of view and her perspective I think that was another episode we cried through yes. as we were recording it we could not make eye contact uh, she she's an amazing human and she for someone being so spiritually mature at her age is just so impactful so the things she's already doing to leverage her tragedy into a triumph is amazing I can't say enough great things about Shelby yes and her, she, her name might ring a bell because the eulogy she gave at her father's funeral um, was really big. So you can check that out on YouTube if you'd like before we, you go and listen to that episode. Yeah, it ironically caught Bob Goff's attention. And so now they're in the works of writing a book too. So ideally one day we'll have Shelby on talking about her book. That'd be great. The last miniseries we're talking about today is I Am Rahab. And it is about the life of Rahab. In the Bible, and Autumn Miles wrote it, and she has gone and seen where she's lived, and, and and she knows all the history and all the context. So it was really cool hearing about Rahab through her lens of history and research. Absolutely. So Rahab is mentioned in the Bible as Rahab the harlot, and so that's how you want to be remembered. Sure. Um, but if you are struggling with sins or you're concerned about how people view you and combating labels that others have put on you or yourself she definitely addresses those topics but she also talks about the seasons from and God's redemption in all of those seasons yes and so I know that I need grace and forgiveness and want to be redeemed and so the life of Rahab is a good blueprint or a map Mm -hmm. and Autumn once again delivers in providing the scripture and like you said the history and the research so if you are struggling a bit with identity and how God can still use you he can definitely go check out the book I Am Rahab yeah there's a lot of layers to that mini series too it's really good I really liked the book we interviewed Sherry LaBarbera she is she leads journey groups which are just different types of recovery groups or you want to improve your life groups a lot of churches do it like region or, and she talks about every group she works with. So if you are struggling with something, she's also a counselor. But she can point you to every resource you would need for your specific type of struggle. So her episode is gold. We had Autumn on again to talk about Rahab and that whole process. Her episode is great too. And then you, you interviewed me. <laughs> and you loved it. But before we talk about you, I do just want to put a little note in here that if you do not attend our church, that's fine, but chances are that your church has some type of similar resource. Yes. If you're not currently attending a church, you might start visiting some, or if you reach out, the church should, ought to, will more than likely help you with resources that you yep. might need. But yes, we did interview you. How did that go? I I think it was needed. It was about Rhett being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. I think it was great. You know what? Since recording that episode, I've been able, I've been getting random text messages saying, hey, my aunt's kid just got diagnosed, and I am able to send them that episode. So that's really neat. Yeah. Thanks, God. (laughs) And that, oh, what were you going to say? I was just going to say that I think a lot of, we've said this on the uh, podcast many times, but that our battles become someone else's roadmap. And so... That goes back to the Brene Brown series on healthy vulnerability that, you know, the devil wants to keep you silent, uh, but God can use all things for good. And 
So that's what we do. We share some of that with you guys. Yes. So I Am Rahab miniseries was episodes 172 through 187. And that concludes episode three of our podcast recap miniseries. Wow. Look at us. Still amazed at how much we've covered. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Tune in next week for our fourth and final podcast recap for what we've done all the way up until the timing of this episode of, of it airing we're going to obviously keep going. I don't want to make it sound like this is the end. No, we're, <laughs> we're still going. But you can always keep up with us on Instagram or through our email. You always get the inside scoop when you're on the email. So if you need some insider info, that's the one. Yeah, some people, one episode a week is not enough. And so I'm always quick to tell them, but do you receive our weekly emails? Yes. Because <laughs> that's how you can get a little bit more as well as following us on your favorite social media platform. Yep. All right. Tune in next week. Bye.